Hi everybody, welcome to the Hex Podcast. This is episode 7 of season 2. Who we got here? Huh? Oh, <laughs> we've got the lovely, fearless leader, supreme leader of Hex, Matt Threadgold. No, How <laughs> <laughs> are you? He invited this guy. <laughs> right, cut. <laughs> Uh, Kick him out in the rain. Philip Mildred Wilkins. Not a lot of people know your middle name, but those of us who are close to you do. Who is our fearless leader? We've got our competition coach extraordinaire, Matthew. Don't know your middle name. Threadgold. And our recent returnee from Las Vegas, representing the entire United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland at High Rocks, the one and only my twin, Beth Hansen. <laughs> Great. Welcome. And yourself. Uh, you introduced me. I can't talk about how amazing I am. <coughs> <laughs> I'll leave you to introduce Ariel. Oh <laughs> Ariel. This is going to be. Ariel. You've been one of our longest standing members. To be yeah, fair. shockingly, actually. Yeah. Has he got the most followers of any Hex member? Potentially. He, he goes on about it a lot. The yeah. biggest influencer in Hex. 10.2k. Really? Yes. The strong man of Hex. You never see him with sleeves on. Or running. And any shorts that are... Hot <laughs> pants. changed last week. Everyone witnessed me running and it's on camera. Oh. Wasn't so much running as being dragged. <laughs> Chased. <laughs> but still, one leg was moving in front of the other. That counts. <laughs> so... Back to business. Today's yes. podcast is about competitions and not just about aerial. So, oh, <laughs> so we've got two major competitions coming up. We've got Summer Social in about three weeks, and we've got Turf Games coming up, up later, Six which weeks. is in the first weekend in July. So. We're going to go over what's been happening up to now. Beth's going to talk about some of the competitions she's done. Everyone's going to talk about all of the competition training he's done, his newfound love of running, and Phil's going to join in. Critique them all. Bits and pieces. <laughs> so we'll start off with Beth. Beth. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I think I just, like, wow. Oh. <laughs> that hit. That hit. The building. Electricity got cut. Fuck me, that's okay, no, it, it, it hit the shit. Electricity got cut. Kind of done, because the heat's on. It hit the shit. That was honestly the most terrifying. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Hex Podcast. Chris and Ella jumped out of their seat. Emma, Matt screamed. <laughs> I screamed. Beth dived on me. Phil nearly had a heart attack. What and happened? Emma didn't even flinch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened? Errol's unsure. And now it's sunny and raining. Oh. And Errol's had a costume change. <laughs> the lightning blew his top off. <laughs> so, <laughs> back, to, back to where we were. Um, so, Beth, do you want to just run us through a few of the competitions that you've done previously? in the year, well, up to now? Yeah, so this year we have done two high rocks, one in Manchester where Shifra and I qualified for Las Vegas, and the most recent one where we went to Vegas to compete in the World Cup. 
Um, and then we also have done, well, we were meant to have done two turf games, unfortunately due to, was the previous storm, Storm Eunice, cancel, prevent us going up to Manchester, but we did pairs, I was with Matt, in District Batsy early this year. Um, so, is that four in the last five months? Pretty not, good. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. So the first comp that we've got coming up where a lot of the members are going to be taking part again is the 11th of June, which is Summer Social. And we my birthday. And Phil's birthday, so it's a big I event. Until I leave Pride. And what? Until I leave Pride. Okay. Which is why I'm not attending. And London Pride, isn't it? <coughs> not that week. Yeah. That's the truth, yes. The Coincides. So we've had a lot of members come in for the comp training sessions and everyone's getting excited for it. It's been good to get people along. Um, we've seen a lot of progress for people, particularly Jess who's just walked in. She's done fantastic in the sessions. Impressed us all. Lifting heavier dumbbells than you normally lift. Getting your toaster bar, toaster rings, jumping pull-ups, rope climbs, squat cleans, squat cleans, jerks, you name it, she's got it all. Um, <laughs> so if you are doing summer social you got just about three weeks to it or you want to sign up and you want to be part of it we have got a few spaces left in the teams contact James Goff and let him know you are interested you want to be there it is in Richmond it is a festival afterwards it should be good vibes it's Phil's birthday I'll be spectating with the beer on the side cheering you on so it's 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 a fun event it's not as serious as it is turf games as I say, afterwards you've got lots of live DJs, there's Rugby Sevens going on, there's netball going on, there's lots of alcohol at the end of it and everything like that. Dancing, partying and everything. So it's, it's a good day what, all round. What can they expect from the events? So in terms of the events, what they can expect last year, there was a lot of running. Three of the events involved How running. I'm not attending. So, <laughs> If you're, if you're looking again to that competition, I suggest getting in a bit of running. Nothing's particularly long. You won't be running anything longer than sort of 600 meters, but that 600 meters is intense. Get used to running with people on your backs. There's lots of partner carries and stuff like that. There'll be shuttle runs. There'll be a little bit of gymnastics last year. There's was rope climbs, there was toaster rings. Was there toaster bar? Not toaster bar, toaster rings. Ah, I'm fine. Was that in the final or? That was it, that was in the main, main, main part okay. to qualify for final. But then if you do make it to the final, you'll have ring muscle ups, etc. There's always the worm there as well. So that's always a bit of fun. Coordinating with your partners. Do the worms There will be worm in the comp training sessions as well. Um, we have got the teams. We're just waiting to confirm a few people and then we will have them released this week. As I say, if you do want to compete, we do have a few spare spaces left. So just slide into Mr. Goff's DMs and let him know that you want to take part. Can I slide into his DMs for other reasons? <laughs> that is like your for choice. for Rosebud reasons? That's your okay. choice. For <laughs> Um, the other competition is Turf Games, which is first weekend in July. We've got various teams from Hex entered into that. Myself and Coach Dabs are competing in the Elite. Beths, Shifra, Veronica. So which days uh, are which? So the Elite teams will be competing Friday and Saturday. The Intermediate Sunday. will Same be... Same sex are Saturday. Yep. Yeah. And then 
Sunday is <laughs> every days. And the next elite. Uh, mixed intermediate. Mixed intermediate is on Sundays. Um, Phil, you've done turf games before. Do you want to let them know what to expect? Uh, what it's about? Well, pre-injury. I did a few of Matt. Uh, I think I've done about four four years in a row, don't we? Um, yeah. Yes, we did elite mix. Uh, no, not elite mix. Elite uh, men's. Um, it's always been five, isn't it? Five in a team. Yeah. Um, it's got bigger and bigger. So every time we go to the event, it's more more things going on, like DJs and um, social stuff, and um, it's really fun stuff to do as a spectator, which I am now. Um, and then when you're there competing, is uh, it's quite a good good hype about it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, loads of different people from across the country come down. It's a quite considered as a big big comp now, so you get a lot of crossfit athletes coming in and a lot of other big names and it can get quite competitive yeah i mean there's quite a lot of sponsor teams that go there now as well and it's always good to be you beat to be, them yeah. all around this kind of event Should isn't I it put my number of followers on my t-shirt then can do but it would be eclipsed by many of the competitors there it's usually uh, kind of like mixed up don't i be surprised <laughs> and it's made up like what, yeah. typically of what like four to five mini like events so it? you'll have about the elites have friday night lights which usually involves Same a lot of running fun one Ergs and Burpees. the longest workout of the weekend. So you're looking at a workout somewhere between half an hour to 40 minutes for that first workout. So last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 38 minutes. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and then the main event really is on the next day when you have about six events, and then if you qualify for the final, you have. A final. Swan's always a heavy barbell. Whether yeah, there's, there's, there's always a complex in it for the elites. Yeah, there'll always be a lift in there. Even for the everyday guys, you'll have a lift. Look at that lift. Um, so again, if you are thinking of doing that or you want to do that, I think we've got all the teams confirmed. But there's always a drop out here and there. So if you do want to go and compete in turf and you like the sound of what it is, slide into Mr. Goff's DMs as well and let him know that you're keen. Um, but also. If you're a bit curious and you want to know more of what it's about, come along to the comp train sessions, get a feel for it, see what you think. We do lifting there, we go over the rope climbs, we go over like your toes to bar, your toes to rings, and we get you used to what it's like for those workouts as well. They're very different in the sense of what you'd get at the end of a strength session at HEX. Um, the Olympic classes are great to help you work on the mm -hmm. complexes, but the whole package of doing your lifting with cardio, with body weight exercises. Well, in, in a team of four. In a team of four. Transitioning as well, wasn't it? And that teamwork is quite unique. So it is very beneficial to practice it. I mean. The Hex Podcast. Ariel, you've noticed a difference. You've become far better at pacing since you've been coming to the comp train sessions. Mm. Yes. Look, <laughs> one word answer. Um, yeah, I think it's really the main advantage probably is how diverse the workouts are. And um, you can't keep hiding from your weak points because I'm very well known for that. I know that about myself, but I avoid anything that I don't feel I'm good at. And for me, when it comes to sports, it's anything that has to do with cardio. Um, I'm slower, I'm heavier set, and my cardiovascular abilities are lower. So it's making a conscious effort to even slightly improve and move out of your comfort zone. And I think that even if you look at the first session we ever did, and I almost, you know, left Someone this world after the rowing, <laughs> um, and my back was seizing out, 
um, and I tried to be hotshot coming off the rower first um, when there was still what ten more minutes to go on the entire workout, and I ended up finishing last. And I think that um, even from that to the turf game prep day we did um, last week was it when we went to one London. Yeah. Um, we did it a day after a comp training session we had here at Hex. So already everyone was a bit of a state of exhaustion. But I think even there, I managed to push myself slightly more, but still also recognize my body's limits as to not cause an injury. I think that also what's really important that we're learning in these sessions, and um, it's very important for all of us, it's more important to some of us, is to understand that what we do in HEX and the strength classes or ollie classes is great to work on our technique, but when you're going to a competition, if you don't perform the technique correctly, mm. you'll get no reps. Mm -hmm. And I think that people who are lacking in depth, or for instance, when it comes to wall balls or squats or whatever, um, they need to hear the hard truth. And it's something we're doing for each other as fellow athletes. Um, you know, it's, it's just being honest with each other because we don't want someone to end up on the day of the competition feeling like they've underperformed just because they didn't perform the movement as required. But it's a safe environment to come try it out before oh, you go to absolutely. the competition. So I would recommend to anyone thinking about it, come along first, try the comp train sessions, see how you get on there before signing up to the competition. It's, even if you do one or two, the advantage of doing it and practicing in that environment rather than doing it on the day and getting no reps on the day and getting frustrated. Coming along, knowing the standards, knowing how to move correctly, yeah. you watch others, you learn from others, and you build that confidence being able to do the weights. Because on the day, you can't choose what dumbbells you pick up. They're pre-judged for you. You have to lift a certain weight, and you can't shy away from lifting those weights. You can't say, oh, I don't feel like lifting the 22 and a half today. Not, today. <laughs> yeah, I don't fancy going over the 24-inch box. They're, they're predetermined. So everything that we do in Comtrain is predetermined for what you're gonna be expecting to do on the day. So it gives you that insight of to what it's like, so you get that before you actually step onto the competition floor. I mean, Beth will know as well, because you've done so many now, going from your first time when you went with Schiffer last year to how prepared you are now, how different do you feel? Yeah, I think we were definitely nerves overcame us in that first one. And it is still nerve wracking. And um, it's just, you need to practice, like I said, change environments, work with different people. You're getting used to equipment in different places. And I think when the first one we went out, probably how you described your first comp training, like a rocket and Schiff went sprinting towards the rower, even though I was getting on the rower first. I came off the rower before any boys, which was definitely a mistake. Um, and we completely gassed out. Whereas in the second one, um, we definitely had our pacing better. It was clearly a work on for us longer term, our pacing, but it's coming. And I think it's just practice makes perfect with comp training and actually doing the events themselves. Yeah. And I say, don't just take our word for it. Speak to other people that have been to the sessions as well. So I say, Ariel, Beth, I mean, Lay's been coming along regularly as well. She's big, big improvement yeah, with Lay. Yeah, she's amazing. Phenomenal. Veronica's she, did, she did the turf games one with us the day after. And literally, I said to her, how are you so unfazed by this? I'm, I'm like, they're squirming on the floor. And she's like, right, what's next? And, yeah. and cheering me on. 
But I think that, I think that like the beauty of hex in general is the fact that we all come here because there's no judgment, and I think one of the biggest mental blocks about doing a competition outside of hex is you're leaving the safe space of hex. So I think these um, competition training sessions are are a real benefit. Like they, they serve us so well in the terms of you know what to expect. Everything's timed, kind of like less surprises. But we're, we're even bu- working on our team building. You know, when we arrived at that um, turf games prep session, it was very apparent that almost half of the participants were people from Hex, and we knew each other and we know how to support each other as well and how to encourage each other. And it's so important because, for me at least, besides this one session we did um, at Wit a few months ago, um, this was like my first. We'll call it competition. I know it was only a prep day, but it was my first time doing a competition outside of Hex. And I was nervous because it comes with a lot of, um, of baggage for people. Yeah. And I know that people, even in Hex, like there's almost, I don't want to say a split or a divide, but there's people who look at, at the people who are preparing for competitions and it's kind of like, it can even be off-putting. And I think maybe even I was one of the people who used to be off-put by it. But I think it just drives you in such a uh, an important direction and being able to do it with people who support you, who encourage you and are doing it with you hand in hand almost. Sort of. <laughs> and I was quite and quite literally after the last session. Um, it's so important. It's like it's it just builds up the community even more. There's tips and tricks that you can learn as well to be more efficient. So, mm-hmm. tips on the cardio, particularly, to not gas yourself out too much, how to do the strokes on the row, the ski, the echo, how to split the load if you've got a workout that's going to be lower body dominant, but you've got the echo bike in it, obviously you want to use more arms, same if you've got it with the rower, the ski, etc. How to keep your midline still finer if you've got a big workout that's going to blow that out, how to do your box jumps over efficiently, turning, pivoting on the box and things like that. All those no, little things. <laughs> also, <clears throat> know your team. Know yeah. your team's strengths and weaknesses yeah. and if it's team player needs help, step in. That's yeah. what, when I, um, when I did the Hex Games with um, Aileen and, um, and Nick. Nick, who's no longer mm. with us, unfortunately. Um, he's alive. But <laughs> 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 um, we did what we called a process, and we just met on the day. Um, so obviously turf games is going to be very different for us because we all know each other and there's an aspect of team building but I said to them let's do something called honest strategizing like no judgment nothing admit what you're good at and what you're going to need someone else to carry in this competition I said to them when we got to the the finale two minutes I said give me the sled give me the farmer carries but I said there's no chance in hell that I'm going to do wall walks (laughs) <laughs> because I'll break I'll break the back of my neck and um, and, it, and it was just like that as soon as they got off the wall, last one well, I did everything that was required in Strongman yeah. was it me developing my weaker skills? no but you're not, you're not doing that in the competition mm. you're doing it before the competition yeah. and I absolutely agree with you Phil I think that like I knowing your team yeah and it's on tape it's on tape yeah. uh, oh God. but I'd agree I think communication is key and I think 
knowing when to say I need to change or what the strategy is going into it is so key yeah. like whether it's how many strokes on skier you're doing how many d-ball cleans whatever it is saying this is what I'm aiming for and actually counting down because when you're tired you lose count of each other so having someone else being your check being your sort of person and also being in synchronization is really hard it when mm. you're tired and I think very much like making sure that someone is taking the lead in that calling it looking around and keeping the awareness of where mm. everyone else and is and also have a plan B because yeah. on the day anything can happen so yeah. for example some of our mates have done his Achilles on the first run and then someone's had to step in and help him out and things like that so yeah. also when you're in a team you're accountable to them mm. as well and mm -hmm. it, it makes you do all that you can do if you know that you're going to be letting someone else down potentially it makes you up your game as well okay. like you don't want to be letting the team <coughs> down especially when so many of them are close friends that you train with etc so let's hope Matt's team gets through the final game this year yeah else he's going to have a hissy fit yeah. <laughs> who's on your team? this year James Dabs, Dab Dabs. Danny my mate Osborne. Nick and mate Gaz so you've got a powerhouse team you can be the chill leader. How many teams go to the, the final? Four teams into the final. Four teams into the final. Forty is it? Something like that. Okay. Yeah, Forty in the. That's the odds I would I would bet on your like yeah. on your chances. But all in all, there was hundreds and hundreds of teams that competed last year across all of the divisions. Mm. There's always yeah. like top two teams that win. Always like quite high athletes, aren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just care if any of them are single. <laughs> You have to have yeah. turn up on the day and find I'll be out. Spectating oh, yeah. on the days I'm not <laughs> competing. <laughs> okay. Your looks will both be competing. Of course, of course, I'll be there for you. So but it's, it does help having people on the sideline cheering it you does. on in the right way. We there know how people, everyone likes to be no, cheered. But also, it's funny you said that because um, um, I was talking to Toby Miller about um, our team. Because you're intermediate, uh, aren't you? We're intermediate. So, yeah, after the turf game prep last week, we. Toby and I were both, should we drop down to every day? Um, but we, what was most challenging for us was the fact that there was only four minute breaks between each workout. So yes. it's going to be about 30 minutes, I think we'll be fine. I think but, it's minimum um, 40, I think it's 45, isn't it, in the summer? Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking about the fact that um, it's really important to be considerate to your teammates because, for instance, I respond really well to being encouraged. And, you know, and for others, I'll be there loudest cheerleader pom-poms and all but some people it distracts them they don't want it they, it, it embarrasses them and we have we have a team member who does not like to be cheered on mm -hmm. they like to stay quiet they need to focus obviously they're not going to get a quiet room to do the workout but like if there's anything we can do to accommodate our team members um preferences it's also something that's important to know because yeah yeah. So run, th run through who's in your team then, so we can keep a look at who guys <laughs> in the I'm not naming and shaming. No, it's not shaming, but but it's also it's a good shout to say that to your team members ahead of time because yeah. that's honest strategizing. That's trademark. And all of us cheering on. Yeah. So that's the first two events, isn't it? Next two events. Yeah. Is there any other in July? Another event? There's a strongman competition it's coming September. up next week. Oh. Now Friday. Yeah. yeah. Twelve till two here. Time. So. Huh. If you want to come and spectate and not not compete or, or just compete, then they can come. Yeah, anyone, any member, just, just you and it. Let's mm -hmm. go for the records, yeah. gym records. Yeah. Um, what are the gym records? Is this in the? Um, I don't know. Jubilee weekend. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah, on the Friday. Uh, um, strongman competition. Yep. 
So yeah. that was going to be yeah, twelve till two on the Friday. Well, then there's also third. there's I think NFG in June. In that's, June, yeah. that's living ads are going. No, so that's the one where it's um, the boys have a boys team. So oh. currently it's ads, Chris, Rich, Rust, and Ryan. I think. Okay. I might have got the names wrong. That's the weekend before turf, and then there's another NFG um, around seventh September. Tenth, tenth of September. Oh, and I'll be competing at strength and depth. Unfortunately, on the same weekend as Summer Social, Shifra's joined into my team of four for that one as well. Now, strength and depth. And that's going to yeah. be the Excel over the whole. And we're, and it's we're also a good watch. Going to NFG yeah. in Loughborough in September for strongman. Strongman. I'll be doing strongman. What are you doing? What are you doing? Not decided yet. Oh, okay. So uh, maybe one of the girls. The teams. Echo Championship. Oh echo yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> Dabs. Um, yeah. I could that. Yeah, Ryan was supposed to do. Um, was supposed man. to do the strongman thing, but he's um, he's going to bed and doing it. Here. So um, yeah. see, so I'll have to trim you. I have my outfit prepared. Turf Games Dubai as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a judge on that. <laughs> and then. Few of us are going to Amsterdam to do the High Rocks in Amsterdam. When's that? Good question. November. That, I think. I think and then we've got October, Battle Battle Cancer Battle in Cancer October. Yeah. October. Yeah. yeah. So lots of events going on. Lots going on. And we'll obviously update the members as and when come up. But yep. if you do want anything more or want to know anything more, message Mr. Goff as I say. He's the man that sorts out all the teams, the competitions. Keep an eye on the Hex Social. They'll always pop up information about what competitions we're entering, in-house competitions. There's a, there's there's a few up. Hex games coming up. Next one's going to be uh, Hex Pride Games Takeover. Yeah. That's in July. That and fun? the Muscle Marys at Hex. Hex. No, they're now they've rebranded. Oh yeah, sorry. They're um, Pride Outfitness Outfit. No wait. No. They've rebranded though. Um, I've got it somewhere. Are you going to do that one as well? Potentially from here, yeah. So that's be a big event. Um, That'll be task force. Let's see out here. I think I have it on the task force. Yeah, Chris. So we've got here we go. 9th of July Pride special for Hex, um, followed by barbecue. Um, 11th of July. There's no. Well, this isn't a competition. Oh, 13th of July is the Muscle Mary workout takeover, and they are now actually called Workout with Pride. Ah. Which is, um, is that on a Wednesday? 13th of July is a Wednesday? Yeah. Essentially. So it's probably yeah, it's a Wednesday night. What normally? Like, but there's also same time as training me. a Wad Proud on the 16th of July. And yeah. um, I think that is the end of my Pride Task Force takeover. A lot <laughs> of July over. events. Yeah. Funny that because um, Pride Month is June. That <laughs> <laughs> should be Pride Month every month. Right, Hex. Yeah, Hex Pride. Right, um, so um, should we finish up? We should I'm going to say something to finish up. I think that um, we'll be, we're, we're uh, thankful to be alive after we on uh, their death experience. I want to thank my mom. Uh, <laughs> no, I want to say that um, had any one of Hex known me in my teen years um, compared to now, I think that they, they wouldn't recognize me. And the, what I'm trying to say is, I think that these competition preparation sessions are so good for people who 
want to get a bit of an extra drive into their workouts. I'm not saying as a way of life because I know that some people just like to do things at their own pace, but it switches up things and it really gives you a sense of achievement, even just completing the workouts because they're not easy. So that sense of accomplishment is something that for myself personally, and I know, I suppose for a lot of others who, who um, put themselves through the torture, Sorry, the pleasure of two hours with you, Matt, and Wednesday. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's a really, um, really valuable tool in our fitness journey. Cool. Yeah. Yep. And it's always fun to suffer with people, not on your own. Well, 100%. we suffer with each other, and you look at us and laugh. But <laughs> right, guys. We've run out of our recording, apparently. Why did said <laughs> He's going to cut the last half an hour out. Nice to be Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thanks, David.